Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Blighty Day Fiancé, your third, fourth, or fifth favorite reality TV recap after show podcast hosted by a transatlantic (laughs) married couple based in London, England. Hang on, who's one or two if we're applying those caveats? I don't know. Those are the caveats we always apply. However, if you don't fit into any of the things that we fit into, that is wonderful. Because we embrace you. We do. We are all inclusive. We are. With us, you get meals, you get bored, you get activities. <laughs> you, you don't have to come to ballroom dancing if you don't want to. You don't have to. We will provide coloring in for your children and some crayons. Can't promise those crayons haven't been used and stuck up the nose of other children. Yeah. <laughs> and let's face it, those kids' life jackets are real ropey. Real ropey. Please always supervise them. The lifeguard is on duty, but he is drunk. A little toasty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't come and stay with us, is what we're saying. The only um, interaction you should have with us is as a podcast listener. If you're a house guest, we accept no liability. We've had a house guest for a week, haven't we? Yeah. Yeah. We were hoping she would stay a bit longer. Yeah. But Been quite nice. It was nice. She brought a beautiful energy to the house. Yeah. It was really good. Yeah. Um, but that might explain. I mean, it does explain. I'll be honest. We kept thinking, we can do it, we can do it, we can do it. But it's real hard when you've got someone to host. Um, so we have an omnibus um, before and tow. This week, no, we? I'm afraid we did not. No, and we probably would have said something, but like I say, we kept thinking we can, we can, we can, and then it's hard when you're hosting, so we haven't. So we will mega omnibus it this week, won't we? Yeah, we won't go into super granular detail, but you know, we will incorporate other things like a certain someone getting real fired up about 
the jeans that she chose to wear, and I am putting jeans in quotation marks because those were not full jeans, and that is not shaming anybody's body, okay? <laughs> like her, yeah. Yeah, that's good. Um, if, however, you feel shortchanged, we did uh, begin the Fundibus this week, did we not? Mm-hmm. On our Patreon, you can find our Patreon at patreon.com slash blightyday. Blighty is spelled B-L-I-G-H-T-Y. D-A-Y. And for five U.S. doll hairs, dollars. Yeah. Dollars. 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 Why do American people no say dollars? No one says that. I don't know why I you hear that. Mark Maron says dollars, right? And there was someone on TV the other day who said dollars. In that documentary we were watching about the bad person, some Americans say Doras. I don't hear it. Come at us if you say or hear people saying Doras. In any event, most of our listeners are North America-based. We love you, Canada uh, and U.S. and Mexico. So, you know, to make things easier... Five dollars. Five dollars. Four or five dollars. Gets you the lot. Gets you a lot. It gets you the Fundy Bus, Mm -hmm. which is the Sister Wives Plathville combination. Mm -hmm. You can ride that all the way through the season. Coming up later this month, you're going to get Love is Blind. Mm -hmm. We're probably going to do Love is Blind UK on the public feed so that we can hook a little few more fishies in yeah little patreon fishies yeah yeah um however if you want to hear what the funny bus is like on this here feed um assuming that's one you're listening to you'll hear the first half hour see if you like it yeah yeah test the waters test the waters fishies come swim (laughs) (laughs) we got delivered water buggies today didn't we we are a no shellfish household we are a no pork household yeah um in my case, yeah, yeah um, I just don't like them. Um, and um, we ordered these food boxes from a company that I'm happy to say the name of if they want to pay me. Um, and we were very clear, no no water buggies. Nope. No uh, crustaceans of any kind. Right. No mollusks. <laughs> no mollusks. No snails. <laughs> none of that. And, we, and they deliver water buggies. Who would have thunk it? On I, the hottest day of the year. We do have, uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. That kind of stank. Um, we do have an emotional attachment to water buggies, though. I did commit, have I told this story to our beautiful listeners? We've probably gained a considerable number of listeners since you last told the story. Well, but maybe a, you can save it for... No, I'll tell them It's been about a year since, since we got married, and um, I commissioned a wonderful artist to ethically taxidermy a giant prawn um, as a wedding gift. And it has, like, the date of our marriage on his little translucent shell. Um, But don't worry, everything was super ethical. All the meat is consumed, everything is used, everything is processed, would have, you know, was already dead, blah, 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 blah. Um, But she did an amazing job. But he's there in the house, isn't he? Having a little swim around. Behind the glass. I love it. Yeah. This is a stunning gift. I thoroughly recommend, if any of you are into this kind of thing, investigate commissioning taxidermy 
I'm well in. I love taxidermy. Commissioning ethical taxidermy. Yeah, we. That was one of the early things we bonded over, yeah, wasn't yeah, yeah. it? We both love taxidermy. Well, we both love David Sedaris, and he is really into taxidermy. As ethical is a, or otherwise, less ethical and, in his yeah. case. I mean, he did consider you know the human child. Uh, <laughs> so. I don't think it was a child. I think it was... Was it a small human? It was a small human. It was a small human skeleton. And there was also the head of someone. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) Don't do that. If I may change the subject. Please. Listeners, we want to hear from you. What are your achievements... Um, celebrating celebrations. Yeah, what you gotta celebrate? Yeah, that ain't a hatch, a match, or a dispatch. Look, we're very happy for your engagement, mm-hmm. marriage, baby, funeral. I don't know. I think it's. I think we just added dispatches because it rhymes. Sure, you know, and it's part of that whole phrase. Right. Um, it is rare to celebrate those, although. Although, although, um, I'm sorry, I was busy (laughs) retrieving what it was. Um, I can hit the little pause button. And this, no, no, I have it. This is what we call ADHD. Uh, right. So please keep sending those along. Have we got one? Yes. You can follow us at Blighty Day on Instagram. I check Twitter less often than I do Instagram. Or you can join our Facebook group, Blighty Day Bays, B-A-E-S. Mm-hmm. Come on in. The water's fine. Yep. We have a good time. There has yet to be a fight in that group. No fights. None at all. No. Zero drama. So if you're the fighter kind, come along and start some. No, don't be silly. (laughs) All right. So this one is from Abby. Hi, Abby. Via Instagram. Hello, Abby. Last night, I got tickets to the U.S. Open and saw Coco Goff win her first of many, I'm sure, championships. Who are we celebrating? Well, we're celebrating Abby because she got tickets to the U.S. Open and we're celebrating Coco. Well done, Coco. Well done, Abby, for watching Coco. Huge congrats. Yeah. See, that's better than having a baby. It's not. <laughs> but these are the these are the little landmarks that we live our life by, right? You exactly. Need... It's small. It's victories big and small. Big and small. You need things in your diary. This is the key to a happy life, mm-hmm. right? If every day just blurs into the next, life is miserable. You got to have stuff to look forward to. Book yourself some tickets, right? Don't go. That doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. We do it all the time. <laughs> Sometimes, like an evening will come along and we'll be like, on balance, are we going to feel better leaving the house <laughs> or are we going to feel better staying here? And you mustn't do the sunk loss thing of like, well, we bought them, so we should, right? Because sometimes you just have to be in the moment. What do I want to do right now? But it was in the diary and it was in the diary for weeks or months. And that meant that... There were things on the horizon. You need things on the horizon. And before you get all, I can't believe they're wasting all that money. Like, this is, you guys, we're living hand to mouth just like everybody else. Please calm down. Yeah. It's just, I, it's, I am now officially a full-time law student. Yeah. I don't have money to burn. I no, just have a credit card. Be 
people go to things, right? So people buy tickets for things. We also buy tickets. Just sometimes we don't go. And you know what? It's good to know your limits. Yeah. That's like, okay. why would you force yourself to go out even if, you know, you think you're going to have a good time? Yeah, sometimes you don't feel, well, and particularly if you're neurodiverse, sometimes you, you don't feel that you can do something. And that's cool because we've already had the thing in the diary and that has its own value. Yeah, hey, a little life lesson. Um, are we ready to do a podcast about <laughs> 90 Defarc? Yeah, I'm just laughing because... <laughs> I don't normally draw on these because you did, didn't you? I don't get distracted enough to doodle in the margins with these ones. I try to, unlike Robin, I'm not, uh, you know, swiping away looking at cables the whole time we're watching these. If I don't marshal them, they can run away. <laughs> They're just tame snakes. <laughs> they will sliver. So. After we, after we had cleared up the confusion, who did you draw? That the store, <laughs> the store, was called Europa Hoven and yeah. not Europa Oven. I thought the store was Rob called Europa Oven. Originally thought, yeah. So it means young uh, European youth, right? Young Europe. Yeah, something, yeah, something like, like that. that. I thought it was. European oven, which is a brilliant name, by the way, for a clothing store or for a band. Yeah, I guess. Europa Oven is a good name for a band. I disagree. <laughs> so what did you doodle? I doodled. <laughs> I doodled. Oh, I remember. This is really mean. Yeah. I, I don't. We try really hard not to mock people for things that they have no control over because I'm very sensitive about being mocked for things I have no control over. Yeah. But what I do have control over are the things that I draw that I'm going to present without comment, one of which is just like one of those clackety little teeth that walks. Yeah, the little wind-up teeth. Little wind-up dentures. Yeah. Like okay. Yeah. Along the desk, yeah. I did one of those, but there's a lot of real estate between the tooth and where the lip might be. And seeing as how we've said what scene we're talking about, people can work out what inspired you or maybe who. I'm not saying anything. You're not saying I, I'm a surrealist. <laughs> it's, all from, it's all garbage from my subconscious. <laughs> this is not a pair of walking around clackety dentures. Right. Okay? Okay. Right. Do you want to start with, oh, I don't know, a random couple. <laughs> <laughs> um, they got the titular line this week. Let's do them. They did. Um, everyone's favorite couple. Mm-hmm. Tion and David. Fuckboy and Nightmare. The new superhero duo. Now, Tion says the UK will be better for me and for us. Yeah, there'll be more opportunities. I mean, generally, immigrants do great here. <laughs> she doesn't get terribly specific. She says, but she <laughs> says, I don't know how many times I have to say it. I don't know how much spelling out I have to do. 
Well, it would help. He's not good with numbers, to be honest. I mean... <laughs> no, he's a maths teacher. <laughs> yeah, I know. But, like, if she told him how many times, he'd be like, what is six? Yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. Okay. I'm going to... Uh, cousin Dan, use your discretion. I, I, But no. we're on a roll, so I'm going to keep going. I was... Bi- I think that joke could be misconstrued. Oh, no, it really shouldn't be. What I'm saying is the point is this guy is really good at maths to the point where he teaches it. That's what I mean. Anything could be taken out. Anyway, I'm not going to worry about it because it's not my job to worry about it anymore. Because right. we have a wonderful producer for whom we are extremely grateful. Leave it in cusp. <laughs> Take it out. Um, So, now, because Cousin Dan, as longtime listeners will know, Cousin Dan used to be an immigration caseworker. Mm -hmm. So, this was their bread and butter. Yeah, we we got straight on the CD line. Um, We put the Dan signal in the sky, appealing for immigration advice, right? Yeah. What would the Cousin Dan symbol be if we projected it into the sky? Cousin Dan, feel free at this point to interject when you when you're editing this. You could, by all means, just pop in on, on a mic and say what what the symbol would be. For me, it's Bart Simpson in a pair of heels. <laughs> okay, that's that's how they are in my head. Yeah. Um. Okay. Listen. So, if you hold a qualification from another country, be it for healthcare or for teaching. Or anything else, your qualifications need to be equivocated through an organization or a service called ECCTIS. I have not bothered to look up what this is. Um, There are financial stipends and inducements, but you can't come, as in you can't emigrate to the UK, if you can't speak a lick of English and your medical qualifications are dispensing Care Bear gummies. Right. I take great offense to that because it's harder than you think. Um, You've got to pick the right Care Bear. There is an addendum. Exactly. Have... And if you're colorblind, what do you do? Did you have a favorite Care Bear? They were sort of before my time. I didn't really watch them that much. Okay. I thought you might have. I just didn't. I didn't have a whole lot of exposure. I think it was sort of like my sister was more of the Care Bear strawberry shortcake gem in the holograms type era. Yeah, weirdly, it was not quite my era as well. I'll tell you what I really got into, though, when Alfie was super little. My Little Pony. Have you watched those modern My Little Pony You're going to have to be... Do you mean my little? Do you mean the one that they made the documentary about about the bronies? No, not that. No. Well, yeah, maybe. Yeah, it's the one about friendship. Yeah. People it's are screaming. Friends it's, forever or something. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, the modern one. It's a damn good show. Yeah, there are that tracks. I didn't know this about you, but there's a wonderful documentary called Bronies. I'm not and a brony. They've got their own. I ain't going that far. No, you are a brony. Okay. You're a fan of My Little Pony, Friends Forever, or whatever it's called. Um, I don't dress up as a pony. or They don't either. Okay. So it's not yiffing. What? Yiffing? What's yiffing? I should leave it there before people consult the internet. All right. Uh, Please don't mess up your algorithm with whatever... (laughs) Robin's talking about no kink shaming. I assume it's a kink, but look, 
no one needs that. Right. Um, also, with David's degree, he would need an academic English-speaking, listening, reading, and writing exam if his degree wasn't taught in English. Right. Yeah? So there are barriers and obstacles to overcome. He can't, as you suggested, just become a teacher. No. <laughs> we, don't need to rel- we don't need to relitigate it, do we? We don't. Yeah, it's not what I said. It my, is, but my, fine. No, my point was, like, I, I am of the belief that he actually seems really bright, and I'm sure he's well-educated, and for all we know, he may have a the sort of credentials that would um, happily sell through Ectis. Um, I don't know, is all I'm saying. Um, and I wanted to find out that if he did have something which is recognised as an equivalency, um, maybe when she says you would have great opportunities, maybe he would have, I don't know, the same opportunities here that he would have there. But even then, I don't think that's true. Because I think, I don't know, I got, I get the feeling there he's almost a rare commodity, like it's, it's a real achievement. Do you know what I mean? He's really respected. Whereas, I've got to tell you, in the UK, we don't really treat our teachers very well. No, that's why they're on strike all the time. Yeah. Whereas, if I had working condi- conditions like that, I would also never show up for work. Right. Let me ask you this. Yeah. Does Tion, who loves him to the moon and back and never wants him to change, do you think she's looked this up? Oh, what, his opportunities? Yeah. Do you think she's done any research into what no. kind of work he can pursue? Um, she's looked it up about as much as she's looked up salsa dancing and how that works. Basically, she's one of the she's one of these people for whom like her opinion rapidly um, distills into fact in her head. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It starts as an opinion, then it sort of stays there for long enough that it sublimates <laughs> seamlessly, like water into steam, um, and it just turns into fact in her head. So, for her, salsa dancing doesn't evolve involve any kind of jiggling whatsoever, and is done at arm's length. And she's sort of saying that he said that, but that isn't true. Um, and. His um, employment, everyone's employment prospects are better in the UK than they are in the deal. That is fact. Yeah. No I'm... one experiences poverty here. No one struggles. No one is treated like a piece of shit by a system which ultimately was built on an empire, which was ultimately built on racism. There's none of that here anymore. None of that. It's wonderful. Yeah. This truly is the land of opportunity mm-hmm. for the three people a year who are allowed to emigrate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and even then, you know, those toilets Fing- need cleaning, right? Ugh, fingers and toes crossed. Anyway, she, look, she makes him what looked like a jacket potato <laughs> with... Oh, my God. <laughs> Tell me that was sour cream. Cauliflower in it. I Tell don't know. Tell me that was sour cream. I don't know. I Have I ranted about men? I think everyone knows how I feel about condiments. But if Yeah, that, we're, not, we're not keen, but... If we're, that was like mayo on a potato, like tuna mayo, I know is a thing people put on baked potatoes, but 
it's the jizz of the devil. I'm not having it. That's not okay. That was not a romantic dinner. A potato in a bowl <laughs> is an emergency. There's no food in the house. That is not... <laughs> It's a vegan staple. I don't think... In a bowl? Look, she didn't... She nuked those potatoes. She didn't cook... I don't know. They look quite crunchy, actually. All right. I this is the absolute last thing. We've we've had a really good day. <laughs> I'm not going to fight with you about what was in the bowl <laughs> that she was pretending to eat, okay? Um well, I he, don't understand he, these He two. was very gracious and pretended to like her, which was really good. And he was also really gracious and pretended to like her um the letter she wrote that she genuinely thought was the most romantic thing anyone had ever in fact it was so romantic it moved her to tears <laughs> that for me was the the romance equivalent of laughing at your own joke yeah right you know you know some people who like burst out into laughter whenever they think they've said something funny if the person saying something funny laughs before the recipient of the joke there's a problem. And if the person who's doing a romantic gesture is more moved than the person receiving it or moved quicker, there's a problem. I have a question for you on that topic. Okay. Have you ever seen, have you ever gone to a wedding and seen a best man speech that just absolutely tanked like a joke that went horrifically very badly wrong i've seen enough of them in fiction that i feel that i've had that experience but i can't say that i have had that experience okay first of all listeners come at us with your yeah. uh worst best man speech moments mine was <laughs> we'll call the segment dave's a dick i went to what dave Whoever Dave is, the best man. No, that's going to be confusing because we're talking about someone named David. Oh, so yeah. So that's going to be really confusing. Right, we won't call it that. We're not going to call it that. We're going to... Why do you have to improve on perfection? It's what, worst, worst, best, best man. man. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. So I went to a wedding where there were two best men. And the story... Actually... <laughs> There's two of them. One of them, I think, is probably too blue for me to even tell on the main feed. So wow. I'll save it for the Patreon. Right. It's just, it's like really wrong. And I know it's annoying when people do that, but it's, yeah. yeah. Anyway, the, the joke that he opened with was the groom who uh, is a short king, quite sensitive about his height. The joke that his best friend from childhood told oh started with the actual fact that, uh, let's call the groom Warren. Warren was so tiny when he was born and his growth was so abnormally slow in the first... <laughs> 18 months of his life. What lols? That he was... Sorry. That he was medically classed as a dwarf. Which the doctor had to correct some years later. This was not something that was told to the best man um, 
you know, in front of a group of people. The bride was not aware of this. The groom's mother, who for whom it was a source of great consternation and worry, um, knew about it but was not expecting it to come up in the speech, as you might imagine, went down like a lead balloon. Like Warren had spent his entire life overcoming that stigma only for, to have it highlighted. Warren, first of all, Warren is neither a dwarf nor a little person. Right. Not that there's anything wrong with that. And to be clear, I am not laughing at dwarfism or anything like that. I'm laughing at how I'm I'm getting the sense memory of what it was like to be, be in, in that, that room, room. Yeah. watching Warren's face, yeah. watching his... This is not the time for Warren to stand up. And... <laughs> all right, don't... The, wor- the worst part is... <laughs> The best man, who we'll call Evan, Evan is six foot five, oh, what a absolutely gorgeous, was on the rowing team at a Russell Group University, um, very smooth with the ladies. No, because he's Jewish. So as you can imagine, I fancied him too. But a vi- anyway. A Winkelvoss then. <laughs> was a fin- <laughs> a f- no. A he was fi- a Winkelvoss. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, just just imagine taking the thing that you are the most, and you know, five, mm. seven mm. and three quarters, five, eight, average height, right? Yeah. Nobody would have known. No. He he took the the thing that his best friend yeah. was the most insecure about and began the speech and with began that. the speech with that. Yeah, and I think everyone else just died of embarrassment. I'm not sure anybody left that wedding because you know what it's like to embarrass posh British people. Yeah, there's no coming back from that. Mm-mm. No, no, we we don't recover for years, and, and you know, <laughs> and we don't go to therapy, so there is no recovery. <laughs> There is no recovery. That's it. You're fucked. If you were in that room, if you went to that wedding, you're fucked. (laughs) Everyone in that room is now fucked. Yeah. And it it was, it was the first, it's not only that, but it was the first wedding for like that group of friends. And there were no more. No one comes. It really, no, but you, you could tell people were a bit, uh, I'm not putting myself through that. Is that how that works? Yeah. And everyone was worried that the worst thing that could have happened at that wedding was that the mum had cooked chili the night before for the groomsmen and one of them was incredibly sick and he was farting all over the dance floor (laughs) all night and running back and forth from the turlet. Is farting on the dance floor a Sophie Ellis Baxter song? (laughs) (laughs) Where were we? Does it matter? Oh, yeah, look. Um, uh, the the source of all of this pain, right? The salsa dancing. The salsa dancing. Yeah. Should I be saying salsa or salsa? I think you should be saying salsa. Salsa. Yeah, like that. Yeah, all right. The salsa dancing. Um, <laughs> oh, Christ, you all watched the show. What a load of bullshit. <laughs> It's choreography. Come on. It's art. All right. And art can sometimes depict 
things which have their origin it can evoke sexuality it doesn't mean it is sexuality if i paint a nude i haven't fucked her right it's stupid it's just stupid it's an art form grow up yeah if i go if your auntie and i go to zumba of a sunday afternoon yeah we're we're not going there you know to you haven't had sex with her no we're not going there to like turn up the heat you know what i'm saying yeah we're we're going there because it helps us manage our hot flashes it's this is a ridiculous thing to argue about his comeback was quite good though it's like yeah i'd have done it with you if you hadn't been such a misery guts right yeah exactly i mean what was she thinking just sitting there and judging I mean, this is, this is even worse than um, what's her name and Binyam. You know, when she turns up to the boxing. Uh, of course, it's wor- well. First of all, that was clearly fake. fake. Yeah. But this guy is not. It, here's here's the scale, right? But bongos, I might have a problem with. Might have a, well, still art, still. <laughs> it's choreography. It's choreography. It's a it's how he's making dance. his living. It's it's yeah. You know what? It's a like. It's I might act- have a problem with, you know, softcore pornography f- being shot by handsome Turkish men. Maybe I don't know. But even then, it's your job. Get over it, right? It's not actually a thing. So ugh, can we relax? If you're that insecure, if you are that insecure, you are the problem. This is like, look at the priest level stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that. <laughs> You guys, we went, one of the many pleasures <laughs> of living where we live is we're actually quite close to a freshwater lake mm. where you can go swimming. Mm. Now, you can only go swimming for an hour and you have to book it in, in uh, you know, blocks yeah, and things like that. And and you have to be like really far this ahead of it. This is why we book things and don't always go. But I was really lucky that... Yeah. That I got us a slot and we had a wonderful, wonderful view and it was just a really chill place. It was gorgeous. It was like being on vacation. And Percy, the little fluffy duckling. There was a little baby duckling was that was ducking and diving and around. And wiggling his bum in our faces. It was adorbs. There was a beautiful man who looked like he had gotten lost on his way back from the Dick Riviera and though I could have looked longingly at him as the... Water droplets glistened off his perfectly chiseled pecs. Instead, I turned to my husband and I said, no looking at girls. Look at the priest. Look at the priest. Look at the duckling. Look at the duckling. <laughs> so, you know, you never know what you're missing when you're telling someone else how to live their life or to stop having fun. That's right. right. That's right. What you actually said to me was, fill your boots. Which is what we should all say. Yes, I did. Yeah, I, I'm joking. I did. You know, there were some, there were some, there were some moderately attractive women, pretty ladies there. Yeah, you know, have a little look. You know what else? Who else was there though? There's a time in someone's life, and I'm not going to restrict it to an age group because they do come in all ages. Mm-hmm. There are people for whom, and this particular ge- gentleman. Uh, felt the need to say as loudly as possible, <laughs> Oh, you're so brown. Did you just come from Marseille? 
Did you really? Oh my god, Sophie. You are so tanned. Did you really just come back <laughs> from Marseille, Sophie? No one cares what you did this weekend. Yeah, shut up. No one cares about your recent holiday. We if get it. You need to shout that loudly. Do it under the water while Percy's diving for worms. It, he will peck at you. No one's interested. Is the beach even that nice at Marseille? I haven't been. Mm, I think of Marseille as being quite industrial. It's, it's quite an industrial port city, actually. No, Marseille's not very nice. I Im- Well, so far, I got very brown. Very brown. Marseille's near some lovely beaches. I don't know if Marseille itself has good beach life. Well... Perhaps we'll have to check it out for ourselves one day, eh? Who knows? Who knows? All right. Now, um... Well, anyway, we can all agree. Sounds of dancing, absolutely fine. Complete overreaction. Um, possibly fake drama. Not really sure. Um, I don't care one way or the other. I'm not mad if it's fake. Who cares? I started I don't off care being about like, these can, people. can we not criticize this girl? And and I, I still feel I have my reasons. I don't want to go into them. I'm just very careful about what happens to various people from various parts of society who are raised as princesses for arguably good reasons that I don't think it's necessarily appropriate for me to go into and the resulting chaos that can assume result from that kind of thing and I think we need to be a little bit careful of it. Like, has she made herself that way or has she been made that way? And I do want everyone to keep that in mind. The end result, though, is really gross. Can I g- give her one more um, anti-compliment? Yeah. She has no style at all. None at all. So the nerve of her going into this place that, yes, is going to primarily sell resort wear because that's where most of their business comes from. Yeah. Okay, for her to go in there... I see Danielle just came out of that shop with her arms full. Right? She loves that shop. You couldn't even see her because she's <laughs> she's so little. She's just like... A, the clothes have piled on her. Um. Yeah. That might be Warren. She, oh, bless him. <laughs> he's a nice person. Yeah. No, um, um, he's a butt doctor now. What do you call them? Proctologist? Sure. Or is that your knob? No, I think that's butts. Proctologist? Yeah, that's yeah. what he does. Yeah. Synology. Uh, Maureen uh, Lipman will be impressed. Up in uh, Manchester. I'm sure they have the, a wonderful life. There's anyway. a normal amount of butts in Manchester. Um. She has no style or taste. What she's wearing in her in the moment, whatever you want to call them, is so dull. She is such a dull dresser. I suspect she just cares about the price tag on something. But Not the price tag, the label. Maybe, but I know. I think the price tag. And that too, yeah. I think the I, I actually don't think she cares about the label particularly. I think she's one of these people... The, the first, someone goes, oh, that's really nice. Yeah, it was £800. I think I think the number is yeah, everything. Yeah, that was her whole opening yeah. thing was I spent £1,000 yeah. on a Canada Goose jacket. I spent £1,800 on this, blah, 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 this amount on that. Yeah. Those Canadian geese saw her coming. 
I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like screaming in public. I don't like publicly humiliating anyone. Um, Needless to say, if the roles were reversed, everyone would be outraged. Um, It was big ed level behavior, wasn't it? Um, What I like, though, is... I, I kind of liked the, the, the smirk on his face. which you was kind a, of liked. I kind of liked. It was a smirk of kind of disbelief. It was like, this isn't fucking really happening, is it? <laughs> this is bullshit. Um, I quite liked that he didn't rise to it particularly. Um, he didn't apologise because he had nothing to apologise for. I just hate the way this show has to give me a... Like... I had a little bit of respect for him, and then the trailer obliterates that where he's down on his knees crying with a bunch of laughs. Oh, please take me back. I still I still don't like him, and I still think no. that he fake cries, and yeah. I think they deserve each other. Sure. Who cares? So, yeah, who cares? Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. On to people... On to Martha, Marcy, May, Marlene, and Michael. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Shiny suit. <sighs> Pants too low. Check. Short sleeve shirt. The, not quite tucked in. Not quite tucked in. Not quite fitting. Nose ring present. Stubble unshaved. <sighs> Let's do this wedding. <laughs> this is a controversial opinion. I do not think that white men should have nose rings. Mm. I don't like facial piercings on anyone. They upset me in particular on white men. Okay. Okay? Okay. So this was really annoying and I wanted to pull it out. It annoyed the bejesus out of me. Like, I would rather go back into the house and watch our child eat dinner again. No, you wouldn't. We haven't got time for that. That, (laughs) I know. It'll take an hour. No, but that's then have to look for five minutes at someone, at a white man with a nose ring. Okay. So what I will say to that, like, I'm perhaps, look, you have, like, things trigger you and make you uncomfortable and stuff. I don't have that. But what I will say is if you're going to put a suit on. I get the feeling Michael doesn't wear a suit too often, right? He's not cousin from Zabir, right? He's not like, I wear suits now, okay? That hasn't happened to him. So, if you are going to put on the uniform 
that that is, then you need to adhere to it. I'm not really a big fan of, yeah, I'll do the suit and I'll comb my hair in this way, but I'll wear trainers with it because that's just me, right? Like, take the piercing out, maybe, because otherwise the suit doesn't work anymore, I think. I think I feel like that. I think I feel like that. Um, Having said that, suits can be damn good with trainers, just not at weddings. Just not at weddings. It feels disrespectful. This wedding felt disrespectful. Just tubs. I felt disrespected by this wedding. The efficient couldn't even be bothered to like tailor. I mean, I suppose it wasn't their slot. Maybe, <laughs> maybe like they get because they missed their slot and they turned up at like five o'clock. Maybe someone else cancelled at five and they they got the speech. Do you think his family showed up and then because they weren't there on time, they all left and Tubbs was the only one who stayed. Yeah. Nowhere else to go. Tubbs the kind of guy that just, Aww. he just sticks around. Do you know what though? I, hoping for some I sort of forgot how awful he was in that moment because I thought he was being really sweet with catching the bouquet and throwing confetti and stuff like that. By the way, just to reiterate for anyone who hasn't heard us talk about Tubbs before, um, he looks a little bit like a character in a TV show called Tubbs. Uh, it's called not, The League of Gentlemen. Yeah, it's not a comment on his physique. He's, he's a perfectly, averagely built man. Um, and even if he wasn't, I wouldn't call him Tubbs. Um but yeah, he seemed quite sweet. It made me wonder if he'd been put up to some of that stuff. That some of the earlier stuff, yeah. Yeah, I think he had. Um, look, there's a lot of toing and froing. Um, Michael is another one where we were sort of trying to do his voice earlier. It's a bit like Michael Caine, but it's pitched. Well, Michael Caine's pitch. Michael Caine does the, you're only meant to blow the bloody doors off. He goes up there, so he's a little bit like Mike. All the way up there. But Michael Cage speaks much lower. Oh, now he does. Yeah. Now he does, yeah. 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 Um, But... Could you imagine if, like, (laughs) if he'd done the Batman movies with his old voice, like his Zulu kind of era voice? Oh, my word. (laughs) You've left the bloody Batmobile parked outside the cave. It wouldn't work. Master Bruce. <laughs> um, Who's this bird, Vicky Vale? <laughs> they still have Vicky Vale? I don't think they have Vicky Vale when he did it. I like Vicky Vale. I just watched... Kim the... Basinger was Vicky Vale, wasn't she, in the Burton movies? Is that right? No, because I... Mm. Not in the Tim Burton one. Mm. No, I... Maybe, maybe you're right. But it was... No, no, no. It was Nicole Kidman... Was it? Yeah, because the kiss by a rose was for that film, was and she was in it. No, yeah, Prince did the soundtrack on that. Then it's a different Batman you're thinking of. Then it's I... still Michael Keaton, but it's a different one. Okay. One of us people has... are screaming. I'm hoping one of us has got it right. It's Nicole Kidman. It would be awful if we were a couple of dum-dums. You sure are going to have to pause now. We'll uh, maybe go to commercial because I am not losing this argument. The button is going to be hit. Okay, come on, we're back. All right, I don't know where I got the Nicole Kidman thing. <laughs> uh-huh. um, I'm going to have to look that up later. Mm. Vicky Vale was indeed played by Kim Basinger in Batman. Sean Young was originally cast in the role 
before being forced to bow out due to an injury from <gasps> horseback riding. Ah, oh, those bloody horses. Right? Lunatics. Absolute lunatics. Well, there you are. It's, um, I'd like to thank my agent. Do I give a speech at this point? No, I'm just... <laughs> this is the rare moment that I'm right. It never happens. It is, it is rare, but now I... Can I invite the listeners just to whatever you're doing right now, right? Can you just do a Tim Hemman, a Wimbledon, little um, fist clench, a little, yes, yes. Can you all do that? All right, on three. Three, two, one, yes. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> Batman Forever, Kiss from a Rose was the second single taken from the Batman Forever film soundtrack. I was talking about Batman. Which was, yeah, but the reason why. <laughs> <sighs> Come on, just give me a minute. <laughs> Do I pause again? Please. I'm vengeance. Okay, now I know why I was confused. All right, so mm -hmm. Batman Forever, mm -hmm. which was the Val Kilmer mm. Batman, where Jim Carrey nope. played the Riddler. Mm. Not Michael Keaton. Not Michael Keaton. I was wrong about that. There's a first time for everything. <laughs> Nicole Kidman was in that film. She did not play Vicki Vale. She played Catwoman. Did she? She absolutely did not play Catwoman. Who did she play? She played Dr... Chase, oh, something. Maybe Michelle just Pfeiffer. maybe just Doctor Chase. Michelle Pfeiffer was the Catwoman in that era. I just thought there might be another one. No, Michelle Pfeiffer was in the Tim Burton one, opposite Michael Keaton. Sure, yeah, that era. We have spent so much so time much on this. Time. So much time. Um, um, so yeah, Michael suit not good. Um, do it right or don't do it at all. Now. Marcy May Marlene. Martha Marcy May Marlene. Yeah. <laughs> Martha Marcy May Marlene. Um, she doesn't really have a good excuse for this, does she? I mean, I get the, you know, time plays differently in different places in the world, right? Some some countries, things are more laid back. And I, I, I get that. And that's absolutely fine. And he should have managed that, right, by telling her the wedding is at 8 a.m. <laughs> or something. And that's fine. But... Given that that hadn't happened, I do think it's reasonable to say we we have to go. I think I was at least an hour late to our wedding. To be fair, no. I don't think it's a cultural thing. I think it's a bride thing when you're getting ready alone and you don't have anybody helping you, yeah, and usually, you're wanting everything to be perfect. And I get that, but usually it's because there's going to be a whole room of people looking at you, expecting to see the most beautiful woman in the world. In this case, it's just tops. But we don't know how many people were originally invited <laughs> and true. then got too hungry and then just went to the pub and forgot. <laughs> yeah. Okay? Who went to Nobu. <laughs> they went to Nobu because they didn't serve any food and they were hungry. I'm no. not, you know, I'm not as worried about them as I was. I no, think, no. They you know, don't quite know how to fight yet. No, but and I think there is a willingness to learn how to fight, which is the most important thing any couple can do. I agree. Learn how to fight. Now, this is one of my favorite Mert and Shane uh 
episodes. It was glorious from start to end. Um, Shane continues to be the MVP, but like Murr is a close, like it's rare that both people in a couple are my favorite people in a season, right? Yeah. Like last year, Katie and Alejandro, but uh, Alejandro, uh, I liked him well enough. I mean, I, I really liked him. He's a lovely, he seemed like a lovely guy, right? But Katie was the, Katie was. She the, was the heart of the show. Yeah, she was yeah. the guy. This time, Mert is a very, very, very close second. Yeah. He is a delight. Um, so, <laughs> y'all, Mert. <laughs> Have you ever returned from the shops having spent three times as much as you were supposed to with things in the bag? I think which you know completely... the answer to that question. And I think... You know that I bought a French bulldog at Tesco for no reason. You did, yeah. A little like like one of those for the statues garden. for the garden. For the garden. I won't put him in the garden because I don't want him to get cold or wet. No. Even though he's made of resin <laughs> and almost certainly won't. Um, that wanted to weep. That was spectacular. Yeah. A duck. Yeah. A shady duck. And some caviar. That is the perfect shopping trip. Those two things should be at the top of any list. It anyway. was so, it was so relatable though. Yeah. Because honestly, I mean, imagine if I took you back to the US and I know obviously you've been to America before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like my favorite thing to do when I go to any country that I'm less familiar with though. And even though I am familiar with, but I, I don't go to all the time. I love going to supermarkets. I do too. We oh, spent like I love an it. we spent like an hour in what was the one in in Paris like Mercherche or something like that. Yeah, Mercherche. <laughs> <laughs> I was just. Am- I just want to look at every single thing, every single thing. Um, in his case, I don't know what the caviar situation is in Turkey. Um, I'm gonna go out on a limb and say it's not particularly. I mean, it's, it ain't that common here, but I don't know where he lived. Like, it was, I imagine you've heard all your life about caviar, and, and you're in a shop and it's, oh my god, they actually have this stuff. I'm totally getting it, and I love that. I love that. I mean, you know, it'll be a lumpfish caviar. Oh, it's gonna be lumpfish. Not what you get in Marseille. Well- won't be beluga caviar, no. Um, <laughs> right. So look, I thought it got was the delightful. duck, the caviar. That was such a relatable scenario, yep. such a relatable argument. And uh, every time somebody's about to get married, I just I feel for them because it really does turn everything up to eleven. Yeah, it does. Any little thing, mm-hmm. any little bit of stress that you have. Um, the whole, if you haven't been married before or yet, or, or, you know, if you've not been part of a wedding, this, it, it's, it's absolute torture until it isn't. And then it's like the happiest day of your life. Hopefully. Afterwards. Yeah. Afterwards, it has been the happiest day. Yes. If 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 you can remember. And even during. (laughs) Yeah. Awful. (laughs) Oh, I was so hungry on our wedding day. Anyway, all right. Um 
I fed people. We fed people. Oh, we we've, fed we've, people. Yeah, we've been very clear, but I didn't eat anything. No. I was too busy talking to people. No time. Um, right. So paddle boarding. Again, I heart Mert. I love that he can push Shane off that. And, and, and I love that she can be pushed. And it is, isn't like, as soon as it happened, I was like, oh, God, the hair. Right? Yeah. But the I was way it's handled it is, my hair! But not, and now I won't talk to you for a month. Right. Right? I just love them. I just, I love that he, I love that their love is so real that he, he can do that. I'm impressed with Shane's core strength. Right? I've never been paddle boarding, but I I don't think I would be able to cope. You know who'd be good? Who? Granny Liz. You remember that wobble board thing? The machine? Yeah, that's true. Granny Liz would have rocked the paddle board. I bet she would. Yeah. Yeah, so not... Shane, can you invite Granny Liz to Devon? And go paddleboarding. Shane, with can us. you invite us to Devon? Devon go we'll paddle go paddleboarding with, with you. Oh, I love to go paddleboarding. I did with laugh that uh, <laughs> that Mert said that in his country the water's clean and you can see to the bottom. England, dirty water and you can't see anything. Yeah, probably sure. I think that's that. about one thing that never fails to amaze me yeah. is like when I when I go to court for work. And I pass through and I have to change at like Blackfriars or something. And that's one of those places where like you look to the right, you look to the left. And if if you're a gal like me who always dreamed about coming to the city in the first place on a, on a nice day, mm. I'm like pinching myself. Like, I can't believe this is where I live. I'm yeah, so lucky. To, I'm so blessed. To explain that bridge, Blackfriars Bridge, and then the train goes right across the river, right? So you look either way and you just get these gorgeous views straight down the river above the river. Yeah. Right? It's yeah. it's a thing. And so you get you get like the it's London not as good as Eye. Waterloo Bridge, but it's a thing. You get the London Eye, you get um Houses of Parliament, you you get the city on the right St. Paul's Cathedral it's just like it's it's gorgeous and it's just awe inspiring when the weather is bad yeah you get a brown yeah. <laughs> you get a brown river yeah and a gray city and a gray sky and the other day it was it was gray sky brown river and there was one of those you know those like yellow um folding signs for like when when the floor is wet or something yeah 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 Yeah, at a grocery store there was one of those that was floating like bobbing along (laughs) in the river (laughs) it's like it's a bit late for that caution river wet yeah um no i like it when people are shady about this country that gives me great joy national pastime that's another thing i don't do this whole usa patriotism thing i I ain't got no look by all means but that ain't how how we roll here right here we take great delight in the things that are shitty about this country it's a source of joy to us it is and also as our um as our friend and moderator sue pointed out when you hear us trashing other places it's kind of how we relate to each other. Yeah, it's just it's a national balls. pastime. Yeah, it's it's fond. Yeah. yeah, nothing meant by it. 
Especially when Rob, my favorite thing is when Robin gets geography so spectacularly wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like when you thought the Yorkshire Moors were in Sheffield. <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> it's all right. It's okay. Um. All right. Look, we. This was such a. Who's up? Anyone left? Is that it? Is it no, we. We have one more. All right, then. I saved our favorite for last. Oh, You guys, I'm not going to lie. I missed these two last week, and I'm kind of worried about the void that they're going to (laughs) leave when we're done recapping this. I want, even if they're not on the show, I still want the Baba (laughs) to be on the show alone, just going, Why does it look like that? Like, why does it because look like the look leprechaun from that movie? It's gonna look like that. Uh, what the leprechaun from that movie? You mean leprechaun? Yeah, yeah, you're not supposed to call other people's kids ugly. We haven't even seen. It's that probably is really thing. cute. That is another thing I take joy in. All right. Well, um, <laughs> Robin's Robin Snark's views do not represent those of Mr. and Mrs. Snark limited absolutely right okay so look louise is out shopping for the babber now (laughs) interesting that the i love chickens baby grow um was the or onesie onesie was the only onesie on that particular shelf What what a coincidence that was there and had clearly been like quickly printed in a quick print down the road that was the happiest day of that shop assistant's life right getting to uh, did you see like she went full on gloucester community theater presents shopkeeper gilbert and sullivan's whatever you know she's part of the Mm -hmm. what do they call it amdram chapter I was so happy for her. She was living for that. She was finding the rosy sunny side under every single chicken cloud. She was she was putting herself in the position of because it looked like a charity shop to me. No knocks on that. Hot tip. Uh come to London or anywhere in England really. Even if you think it looks weird charity shops here there's no equivalent in america yeah you've got your thrift stores you've got your your goodwill sure it's it's nothing it's not the same at all go into charity shops treasures untold Mm -hmm. how many wonders can one charity shop hold you gotta find out you gotta find out. some of my most beautiful pieces of clothing and mm-hmm. shoes oh, yeah. and household items have been purchased in charity shops. And there might be a sneaky upstairs. Always look for the sneaky upstairs. Or the sneaky downstairs. Yeah. Um, yeah, so anyway, she's out. Louise is out peddling her sorrows to whoever will listen. I got a line. Okay, all right. I've got a line of chicken baby clothes. Will you <laughs> carry that in your store? Will you? Otherwise, I'm going to have to get my left boob out so I can buy Pampers in it. (laughs) It's a right. It's the right boob. It's our left. She wouldn't call them boobs, though. What would she call them? Um, 
my bangers, <laughs> <laughs> my baps, <laughs> norks, like norks. Oh, my my right norks out. Cousin Dan used discretion. We don't shame women's bodies or, I'm not or discuss them. I'm just using some of the wonderful British words for breasts. Um. Anyway, so we get a FaceTime with Jose, who is freshly baked <laughs> of a of yeah. a Tuesday morning. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> I think he's naked. With the sad news that Louise realistically probably already knows. And uh, then she pulls out the chicken onesie to cheer him up. And we get a super cut of I love you chicken. Yeah. It it was like... Being Rickrolled? No. Back in the day, and there will be three listeners that remember this. Um, there was a novelty. Is that more or fewer than we'll remember what being Rickrolled is? Everyone will be familiar with that. Okay. I think. But very few people will remember Jive Bunny. Um, Jive Bunny was a novelty. Um, I think they only did cover versions. It was a guy in a rabbit suit. Um, this is back in the days when we had novelty pop songs in this country. We don't really do it anymore. Oh, God. At some point, we have to talk about Robson and Jerome. Yes, but that isn't so much novelty. What was more novelty from the early Simon Cowell stable was Zig and Zag. Never heard of it. Zig and Zag were some um, puppet aliens that presented a morning TV show who had some hits. um, And that very much falls into the novelty pop song category. Like Mr. Blobby, right? Um, But Jive Bunny was a couple of sort of um, wedding disco DJs. Um, It was like just a couple of blokes who looked a bit like Michael. Um, Okay. But, you know, who came up with this idea of, of, of a, a rabbit that does these kind of, I think, like, novelty disco sort of Euro poppy cover versions of things, right? But what Jive Bunny started to do was mega mixes. So where they would run one song into another, into another, into another, which has become more of a thing, like, in recent years, that you'll find there'll be a Bieber mega mix, right, with all his hits all slung... Sure. You know, one Like a that. mashup. Less a mashup, because a mashup is the two... All right, things... let's not get hung up on technicalities. <laughs> running simultaneously, but like a medley, you know? Okay. Yeah. Um, and... Uh, yeah, it was like the Jive Bunny version of I Love You Chicken. That is what it was. Thank you. I'm sure the three people who remember that are in debt to you for going into such detail. It's the Peter Kay School of Comedy. You don't have to say anything funny. You just have to mention something from the past. <laughs> and people go, oh, yeah, I remember the thing from the past. I'm having a great night. Oh. Yeah. He stole a joke off me. I'm happy to say it on the pod. Absolutely stole a joke off me. Okay. Yeah. That's fine. Um The funniest thing that came out of this conversation is after he and I realize now I got the order wrong. She showed him the the onesie, then he gave her the bad news. And then she goes, I mean, the baby is going to be alone. 
It was the best line, not just of the week, not just of the show, not just of the franchise. I think it's one of the all-time greatest lines, not just of television, but of all artistic and cultural endeavour. Shakespeare would have shat himself for a line like that. I, Shakespeare would have bit her hand off <laughs> for a line like that. Is this a babber I see before me? I... I screamed yeah. i threw the remote control across the room yep. i can't we remember the last a remote control I... <laughs> no Louise that is not a lie three that's now. not a lie, she has. Not a she lie. Has. no it really like that was so funny even thinking about it i'm i'm partially paralyzed by laughter and i will say we've agreed on this now I don't give a damn if what we're seeing is any kind of a fabrication. It is so good. It is this country level good, right? Yeah. Yeah. The TV show, This Country, which we've mentioned before. Yes. Please, please watch it. It's just gold. The, the British one, not the American remake, although I'm sure the American remake is fine. We just can't vouch for it. Uh, uh, what a joy. What Thank a you joy. all. Thank you all so much. Now, before we wrap this one up, I want to personally thank everyone listening, whether you've recently come to the pod or you've been here for a long time. We have managed to build a community that I never could have anticipated. And it could not have happened without... The OGs, Caroline Dickey, Heidi Anderson Pearson, Licia Hockenberry, Stephanie Clark, Sue. You don't put your last name in the group, and I'm really sorry that I can't remember it offhand. <laughs> it um, couldn't have happened without the people who stepped in when things have been a little tricky over the last few weeks and time management. So your Amandas, your Elliots, your Cousin Dans, my God, you people rock. And Cousin Dan, the production genius as well, um, completely indispensable, completely wonderful, completely magic. Uh, you are a superstar. Peggy Ann. Peggy Ann. Jake Anthony and Matt Marr. I would not have made it through this last year without your friendship. I honestly don't know where I'd be. This podcast would not be happening. I'm not accepting an award and I'm not going to go on and on. I just need all of you to know from the bottom of my heart. I know that some of these podcasts have been really hard listens for lots of reasons and not just because my voice was really slow or I wasn't really there. It It's taken a lot of time. Um, and if there's anything that I've learned from this period, it's that you need to be compassionate towards yourself and you need to be kind towards yourself. And if I had done that earlier, yeah. <laughs> you could probably listen yeah, from yeah. the beginning yeah. and, and be absolutely fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So please be kind to yourselves. You all mean so much to me, the community that we're building and that's growing and the kindness that and solidarity that you've shown to each other, particularly but not exclusively, the neuro spicy bays out there. That's right. You know, yeah. I, I never. We always wanted to be a force for good in some way, and you all are making that happen. And I 
I feel so grateful to you all for that. Well, we're all grateful to you because you've allowed lots and lots of people to, you know, come out and represent. It's pretty damn awesome. Um, so Michelle is awesome. Each and every one of you is awesome. All the people we named there, and, and I'm sure the people that we didn't. Sorry. Oh, and thank you so, thank you so much to Katie. Mm. Thank you so much to Richard from season one. Yeah. I know all of you, not all of you, look, you have your own opinions about him that I respect, and that's absolutely fine. Mm. He did a lot to help promote us in the early days. Thank you so much to Statler for promoting us. Yeah. Uh, we absolutely adore you, and we would have done even if you hadn't ever yeah, answered yeah, yeah. it, yeah, you yeah. know, listened or anything like that. Yeah. And also, you know, if you did anything that's garbage, we'd say that too. But, hasn't happened um, thank you to shane. shane who's just been lovely um yeah um always remember um everyone on these shows they are people and sometimes they'll be less good and sometimes they'll be more good but um i think some of them are pretty damn wonderful people so it is a delight and you know who else i want to thank i'm sorry i didn't mean to no, cut no. you off no no i want to thank everyone who left us a review on Apple Podcasts, and I mean that. Please help other new listeners find the show by leaving us a review on the Apple Podcast. Hmm. Or Spotify. Or Spotify. Or Plinkle Plunk, whatever you Or YouTube to. or yeah. Spelunking. Yes, we're very big in the Splunk. <laughs> we're, um, we're number, we are number 483 on the Spelunking. I disagree. I, I think where, <laughs> where we are people's third or fourth favorite uh, reality TV recap podcast, I think we are second for Spelunkers. Coming this week. <laughs> We've got the Fundy Bus, so if you're yeah. not on the Patreon, make sure. Get your um, tickets. Yeah, the Fundy look, Bus is leaving soon. We know that times are tough. Ding, ding. Um, you can come and go. If you just want to stay for the Fundy Bus, that's absolutely fine. We're not going to hold it against you. If you got to leave, you can come back when we're covering your next favorite show. Love is Blind US will be paywalled. Love is Blind UK will not. Mm. We're doing a little special mm. for, you know, because mm. we love you guys. Mm. Um, is it after, is it airing during Yom Kippur, I believe it is. Are we taking any holidays? No, we are not. No, we are not. Love is blind. Um, right. Enough chit, probably enough chat, enough whiffle, and enough waffle. Um, love you all. We've got a lot coming down the pipe and the pike, and we will. See you soon. Oh, the babas all alone. <laughs> Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.